This is your Good Times Podcast, taking us all back to the decade of good times, the 50s, a time of hope, family, faith, and a little innocence. Sponsored by Daddy-O's, your place for delicious burgers, fries, and shakes. Daddy-O's, bringing back the flavors of the 50s. Join me as we go back together and remember the 50s. What a dumb thing to do. Oh, those sounds of the 50s. Now highlights from October in the 1950s. In the newspapers, October 2nd, 1950, Peanuts comic strip was published for the first time in seven newspapers. In television, October 1st, 1952, This Is Your Life began airing on NBC. On October 3rd, 1955, Captain Kangaroo and the Mickey Mouse Club debuted on TV. In sports, October 4th, 1959, the first World Series to be played west of St. Louis began in Los Angeles, California. In the movies, October 14th, 1954, The Ten Commandments, starring Charlton Heston, began filming in Egypt. The epic had a cast of 25,000 people, and as young boys, myself and my two brothers, this was one of our favorite movies ever. In music, October 1957, RCA announced that they had already received 500,000 advanced orders for Elvis Presley's Christmas album. Now, that's, that's interesting. You know, rock and roll was so controversial in those days. I remember my oldest brother buying Elvis's album, Blue Hawaii. My mom got a hold of it. And she threw it away because that was rock and roll, and rock and roll had to go. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. In our famous birthday segment, we're highlighting John Candy, and we fondly remember this Canadian actor and comedian. John Franklin Candy, interestingly born on October 31st, Halloween in 1950. Candy was born in Newmarket, Ontario. He was raised in a working-class Roman Catholic family. Candy attended McNeil High School, an all-boys Catholic school in Toronto, where he played Canadian football. One of the most renowned on-screen performances was that of Del Griffith in the comedy, and it's a great movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Based around the holidays, you should get a hold of it. You will love that movie. Another movie I loved was Uncle Buck. It was full of laughs as he interacted with teenagers and young kids. Well, while on location in Durango, Mexico, filming Wagons East, Candy died in his sleep from a heart attack. That was March 4, 1994. John Candy dead at the age of 43. Candy's daughter, Jennifer, is an actress and television producer. I'm your Uncle Buck! (laughs) This month's Center Stage segment features one of the most successful and fondly remembered shows in TV history, Lawrence Welk. He started his own variety series in 1951, and it has never stopped running. 
Lawrence Welk was born March 11, 1903 on a farm near Strasburg, North Dakota, the third youngest of eight to German immigrants Christina and Ludwig Welk. He discovered at a young age that music was his career and not farming. He got his first accordion from his dad, performing at church socials, weddings, and a variety of local dances. At 21, he left home to make a name for himself in the world of showbiz, joining several bands, but soon decided he would rather be a band leader. So, with a lot of vigor and hardly any English spoken, he formed his first band, and the name was Lawrence and his Hotsy Totsy Boys. That name was followed by many others. One night in 1938, when his band was performing at the William Penn Hotel in Pittsburgh, a dance patron commented that his music was, quote, light and bubbly as champagne. He was from then on referred to as Lawrence Welk and his champagne music makers. In 1951, he and his band set out for an engagement in Southern California, and he liked it so much that he stayed performing at the Aragon Ballroom in Santa Monica. Their local TV station, KTLA, began broadcasting his performances. Then in 1955, the ABC network came calling with sponsor sponsorship from Dodge. He and his champagne music makers made their national debut that summer. Welk and his performers soon became household names. Then there was the musical family. These singers were bound by an unofficial set of morals, both artistic and personal, dictated by Welk himself. And if he believed the audience did not find a performer wholesome enough, they would be fired. In fact, former champagne lady Alice Lawn was fired in 1959 for crossing her legs on a desk. Welk, on air, told the audience that he did not tolerate such cheesecake on his show. After he fired Lawn on camera, Thousands of letters filled the ABC mailroom, demanding an apology and that she be rehired. Welk tried to get Lon back, but she refused. You will remember these names. The Lennon sisters, Jack Emil, Joe Feeney, Larry Hooper, and Joanne Castle. They were some of the real hot performers on the program. And as a young boy, I had a crush on one of those Lennon sisters, and I'm sure millions around the country did the same. The most famous uh, of the featured singers were the Lennon sisters. They were featured most every week for 13 years. cats and daddy eels out there, this has been your blast from the past, your Good Times Podcast, sponsored by Daddy Eels, your place for delicious burgers, fries, and shakes. You can find Daddy Eels on the web at eatatdaddyos.com 
and come in for our new items, pumpkin pie shake, it's luscious and delicious, and Kansas City chili. It is the best chili in the world. Until next month, this is your host, Paul Krause, saying, stay cool, Daddy-O, and we'll catch you on the flip side.